Fake Radio mate. Yo, 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 yo. I haven't played with a yo-yo for ages. How are you this morning? How's your bum for love bites? How's your thingies? Uh, I'm Ronnie Barber. Live from the gated community, this is Ronnie Barber's Fully Formed on Vague Radio UK. Not a bad wee weekend, all in all. Um, Saw Daisy a bit. Uh, Chilled out completely on Saturday, just after the show, kind of just... Laid around, it was nice. It's nice because my wife works five days a week, does a proper job. She's a nurse. A bit worried about the fuel thing though, as well. I see the bams were out at the weekend the big bams, the uh, rages, the bam pots. Fighting in the forecourts. It's a new game show on Channel 5. Fighting on the. Yeah, it'll be hosted by Cat uh, Daly and maybe Chris Foy. Chris Hoy, not Foy. <laughs> Chris Hoy, yes, it'll be. Uh, so we get people queued up for fuel and uh, we don't give them fuel. Then they fight when there's one, right, it comes down to one litre. This is a great idea. I haven't even thought about this properly. We get celebrities fighting for the last litre of fuel. The weird thing that happened, uh, I'll talk about it later on, it was a moped uh, rider who started a fight. You think, a moped, son, you can't fight. You're a moped. A robot, I, I used to drive a moped. Or it was a, sort of one of those 20, 50cc things. It was a nightmare. It used to take off on its own. But it's automatic gears. How are you? 07849453587. Good morning to Al, who emailed me over the weekend. He's concerned too. His wife's a nurse. Um, though my son went for fuel this morning uh, around Dealey and he managed to get queued for 20 minutes because his wife's a nurse as well and she need, he needed to get fuel for her because she's, she's, uh, she works for, in Arthur Rank. She worked for Arthur Rank. She's a great nurse and uh, she does a great job, proper job. Uh, right, Ronnie at vagueradio.co.uk. I've got loads of stuff to uh, talk about today. Uh, I want to talk about a uh, really bad situation that uh, Prince Andrew has to sell his Swiss chalet. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I can hear... Oh, I know. I know. It's just a shame, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, it's really sad. <laughs> I didn't do that in the first link. Yeah, I want to talk about Angeline Jolie who's going out with a guy that we follow on this show, The Weekend. The guy called The Weekend is going out with, well, we think, allegedly, Angeline Jolie. I will play the blame game as well today because it's all... the Oops. Another wee boy, a new boy in the bike. I'm good past. Um, yeah, it's a bit drift. It's a bit drift today in the gated community. So, you know, wherever you are, I hope you're all right. Uh, what's this other thing? Uh, okay. Uh, yeah, oh, uh, Jesus hasn't returned because people aren't donating enough money. <laughs> uh, <laughs> why is it that God demands so much money from you? I've always found that a bit weird. Uh, especially the American evangelists as well. Uh, what else we got? Uh, weird. Oh, yeah. I have big news on Daddy Long Legs. All right. Big news on the Daddy Long Legs. Don't blame it on the boogie. Blame it on me. Make the horse riding song. The God that was blessed by the gods of me and you. We anywhere's for to find ourselves some truth. Oh. What you waiting for, no, what you waiting for? We counted all our reasons, excuses that we made. Oh, I love we found ourselves some treasure <laughs> and threw it all away. Oh, what you waiting for, no, what you waiting for? What you Expressing waking is an unusual thing for me to do. 
think I'm entitled to? You want answers! I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! in the carnival Your confidence forgotten I see the gypsies roll What you waiting for? No is essential here. Grant Shapps has blamed the uh, haulage industry for leaking uh, a meeting they had. They had a meeting uh, with the haulage thingy 10 days ago. In June, the haulage industry wrote to Grant Shapps uh, that said, listen, uh, things are really bad. We've got to think about, uh, you know, how do we get drivers back? Because we've lost a lot of drivers. Uh, this was in June they wrote to the government and uh, the government had all this time to prepare it. Now we're talking about uh, blaming people. Uh, so the government are blaming the haulage company. Haulage companies are blaming the government. Um, and we're going to bring army drivers in. Problem is, the army drivers are... There's only a couple... There's a few hundred, all right? We need well over... Well, they reckon. Conservative estimate, I don't like using that word, is a thousand. Uh, it's sort of a hundred thousand, right? That's what they are. So we've only got a few hundred dr tanker drivers available. Um, mind you, if everybody stopped filling up over the weekend, we'd be fine. However, the ambulance uh, people, uh, the army drivers, are also uh, doing uh, um, ambulance driving in Scotland. That's a nice break. How do you fancy... Hey, boys, how do you fancy some exercise in Scotland? Oh, I love Scotland. Well, yes, you'll be driving an ambulance in Scotland, in Glasgow and Edinburgh. So they've got that. They're also manning vaccination centres and test centres. Is there anybody left in the army to do anything? The other services have to step up. Mind you, we could do it. Why don't we de deliver fuel by drones? Yeah, good point. That's right. But, you know, they, I saw this at the weekend. I think it was Stainton. You know, Stainton, you remember Stainton? He used to be famous. He used to be pretty good as well. Oh, hang on. Text had just come in. 07849 Good morning, Ronnie. Have a lovely day. Uh, who's that from? And morning, Al. Al's got in touch with me. Uh, all right. Uh, who's that? Oh, it's Carol. It's Carol, everybody. Uh, good morning to you, Carol. Hope you're okay. I hope you're uh, fine and well. There's another biker coming around. Oh, but got the lights on nice. But no helmet on. Get your helmets on. Um. Uh, by the way, I've just got a policy, Grant, Grant Sharps. I, I don't think you're a D. No, you're not. I just got to say that. So nobody sues me. That'd be an interesting court case, wasn't it? A floundering DJ. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, we're going to start asking people to drive for the country now. You've got to volunteer to drive a truck. Problem is, it's going to take you about five grand and you won't get driving right away. I know this from my brother-in-law, uh, well, my nephew-in-law. He uh, trained to be a truck driver and he couldn't get a job initially uh, because to become a good truck driver, you have to get experience. And to get experience, you have to be a truck driver. And that's going to be the issue. And I see people been saying that they've tried to get a job. Uh, by, by the way, do you know Ian Duncan Smith? You know that one? You know that, that lovely, lovely man from the Tories? Um, you know, he, he apparently, when he left the army, he was probably an officer in the army. 
um, he took a driving course, an HGV driving course, HGV2 he took uh, to do his sort of thing. So he kept renewing it and then he gave it up. I'd love to see Ian Duncan Smith get into a truck, drive a truck. But there's the other thing as well. I hear the BAMs are already having a go at the, the um, petrol fuel delivery people. The lorries are turning up. And now to do it safely, uh, from what I've seen, I know it's Sainsbury's nearly, they actually shut it off uh, so that when they deliver it, so there's no, you know, uh, so you know, these truck, the, the uh, petrol tankers have to get in. They, they can't just turn up and just go, but one, they've got to get in and you've got to let them. Well, apparently uh, the bombs that were waiting were furious when they closed the, uh, the just for a few, it's like 20 minutes to refuel the tanks in the uh, petrol station. The bombs get upset because they've talked, no, they, we want more fuel, we want it now. Uh, Labour Party conference at the weekend, a uh, bit of a mess. Uh, Keir Starmer left in the sh shadow. He managed to get something about the voting rights sorted out as well. Um, the union barons were out. Though I saw union baroness and Scottish as well. A lot of the trade union people, have you noticed, they're a wee bit returned. It must be hard, all that democracy in front of you, you know? Yeah. Anyway, um, but Angela Rayner called the government uh, scum and, oh, it kicked off big time, even amongst the Labour voters. Going, you can't, that's not unparliamentary. Here's the, uh, the word that really gets me. I think it's a horrible word to use. It's disgusting. It's just, you think, whoa, why, do, why would you use that? And the word is food bank. Hey, it might be two words. It doesn't matter. It's just a horrible, horrible word, isn't it? That's the word that I find, I find poverty really, really infuriating. That's a horrible word to use. Scum doesn't really bother me. Food bank does. 07849453587. You could tell I'm up for it today. Right it Seven eight four nine four five three five eight seven. Yeah, Stainton uh, posted loads of pictures uh, the weekend of people who are filling up uh, jerry cans. Don't why they're why they called jerry cans. Don't why they're called jerry cans. Anyway, um, one guy in the back of his guess what Mercedes estate. Nothing against Mercedes estate people. Four big jerry cans. I don't think you're allowed to. I think that's illegal. Then we saw another bomb filling up Coca-Cola bottles. Right, that's plastic. Petrol and plastic, not really. They're supposed to be reinforced plastic. They're special uh, cans designed for it. Saw a woman filling up, um, I think her can split, so she got a plastic bag. Then another guy came in with one of those massive containers filled up. Just selfish. Why are we selfish now? 
Uh, also, oh, that's a phone in for you. Why are you selfish now? Call me now. Uh, uh, what's Al saying on the, he's Al's out and about in South Bedfordshire today. No fuel in the A1 south this morning, but then Black Cat Sandy. Hope I can get somewhere later. I just have to go and find that bloke in Scunthorpe tomorrow. Good luck with that, Al. Ah, so that'll be... Well, is that what's dominating the phone-ins this morning, folks? I don't listen to radio. I did listen... No, I listened to LBC this morning, and I heard uh, Nick Ferrari giving his mate Ian Duncan Smith a lovely time. Oh, he, he likes he like yeah. I think Nick's waiting for his knighthood. Anyway, what can we talk about today? There's a woman who fell out of a balcony. She's alive, half naked after having a wee bit of a romp. Oh, and Marcus Rashford's in the news. He's a thorn in the side to the government, isn't he? he he's that guy. Uh, he wants them to dot drop uh, the twenty pound DWP. They're going to cut that, but he wants them to stop that and keep people getting paid twenty quid. Or is it 20 quid a week or something? The government has decided to pull back because they want to make people go into work. The problem is, by doing that, the people going into work are already on the, uh, the benefit. You'll probably know them. Uh, right, what should we do? What's, what should we do? To, what should I talk about today? Thousands of Mad Max fans descend on Mojave. That's not Mojave, by the way. That's Mojave Desert. I'm bilingual. Uh, Mojave Desert for the world's largest post-apocalyptic festival. Let's have a look at this. It says leather clad. Let's go in for leather. Let's go in deeper for the leather clad. Organisers of the Wasteland Weekend Festival describe it as the world... Hang on. As the world... Is the world uh, pulled out of the Mad Max movies? All right, it's people dressed up like... Oh, yes, I got you. People dressed up in Mad Max stuff and apocalyptic. Well, they shouldn't be having a weekend. We're going through the apocalypse right now. We have, we're, not, we're running out of food, we're running out of fuel, we're running out of uh, nurses, we're running out of doctors. That's kind of, yeah. And every time we see there's always a fire going on around the world, there's a flood. Right, somebody has to own up. Who upset God? Who was it? Step forward, please. And you will not be leaving the class until I get an answer. There'll be no playtime, and so somebody takes the blame. Who upset God? Anyway, this, uh, an estimated 4,000 people attended the immersive experience in 2019 where costumes are encouraged, but outfits have to fit the theme with band looks, including Star Wars, Harley Quinn. Who's Harley Quinn? Who the hell's Harley Quinn? Harley Quinn. Harley Quinn. Oh, Harley Quinn. Harley Quinn. Harley, yeah. <laughs> Street barber. Yeah, I'm in touch with the kids, man. I really know what they're talking about. Harley Quinn is a character appearing in American comic books published by DC Comics. Harley Quinn was created by Paul Dini and Bruce Tim as a humorous henchman, henchwoman for the super villain Joker. Oops, hang on. That's my screen, uh, that's my weekly report available for how much screen time I've got. Have you got that? Everybody's watching what we're doing. I can't, I can't move. Made you get my B12 tomorrow. Hello, listeners. Uh, brand new listeners just joined us. How are you? We've been talking about Grant Shapps blaming the Hollis contractors. I want to talk about a woman falling out of off a balcony naked after having a bit of a romp. Prince Andrew needs a disguise. Discuss. Doesn't he? He doesn't need a disguise. Uh, oh, yeah, I'm going to talk about gold-covered steak as well. It's the next big thing for us, uh, yeah, us culinary people. It's the next big... Gold-coloured steak. Or gold... gold no, it's got, no, it's not coloured. It's, it's covered with that gold stuff. What do they call that? Gold flake. I love a flake. Once upon a time when we were friends I gave you my heart, the story ends No happy ever after, now we're friends Wish upon a star if that might help Love. 
Uh, you're just a vague radio. You can text me on 07849 453 587. That's 07849 453 58. What's going on here in the back? Enough, ABC. You've done it. You run out of words anyway. Yeah, get the. Your saxophone players are a nightmare, aren't they? Every time. They just want to go, oh, can I just have another blow? Okay, then. Uh... Big news for me this week is, has anybody else noticed the daddy long legs in your world, in your bedroom at night? Spider Expert explains one thing you should do if you find the daddy long legs. While many people are uneasy seeing the creatures inside their homes, one expert has outlined why they shouldn't be killed. This almost is like the debate we've had before. Uh, well, it's nearly a debate, it's just me and somebody else saying what are wasps good for? And apparently wasps are good for the nature. They do stuff. Yeah, they do. So for many people, the first, this is from the Daily Record. 
the top uh, spider muse <laughs> Daddy Longlegs uh, station in the world, our newspaper. It says here, uh, for many people, the first reaction... Oh, sorry, I've just got to sort something out here. Oh, that's not there. Good. For many people, uh, the first reaction upon seeing an eight-legged critter in the critter inside the home is to get rid of it. September, October are spider mating months. That means you'll see me a lot more of them. With the fear of spiders so common, there are a lot of people who dread coming into contact with a creepy, creepy crawly, and for many that includes Daddy Longlegs. However, despite common belief, Daddy Longlegs are not actually spiders, according to the Wildlife Trust. Well, I've never said they're spiders. Have we ever said in this show? Yeah, have we ever said? No, I've never said that. I've never even thought Daddy Longlegs are spiders. They're Daddy Longlegs. Spiders are spiders. Daddy. By the way, um, spiders can't fly. Daddy Longlegs fly, and that's dangerous. <clears throat> actually, the uh, long-legged creatures are actually a type of crane fly. Although they're not exactly the ideal guests in our homes, an expert explained why we shouldn't kill them. Even if you're scared by them, the crane fly is actually completely harmless. Does not bite, unlike some spiders. Yeah, the spider bams. Director of Reserves and Community Engagement at Warwickshire Wildlife Trust, Carl Curtis. It's Carl. He's done well, isn't he, Carl? Yeah, he did, he, I mean, he was kind of mid-class, wasn't he? Oh, he's, uh, he's Director of Reserves and Community Engagement. They are out of this time. Uh, they, they, they're out at this time of year because basically they're hatching out of our lawns and various places. They live a lot of their lives underground as a grub, as a larvae. Then what they do is hatch out over the summer. Probably now is not the uh, not the last throw of dice, but what they do is come out looking to mate. Ah, the randy things. They're all looking to mate. We're all looking to mate. Let's be honest. But only, but by the way, they're not doing it for fun. All right, we've talked about this before. We don't like anybody having sex. For fun on this side of this show. It's about procreation. The Bible doesn't say go and have some nookie and enjoy yourself and a laugh. It's to get more bodies on earth. Carl said they often get confused with spiders, but they're not. Sorry, Carl. I've never confused them with, you know, flies or spiders. I don't even confuse them with spies. Daddy long legs? No, they're daddy long legs. Uh, they're really good food source for birds. They're really important to play their part. So people should let them out their windows and not kill them. Yeah, that's fine, Carl. Have you ever tried to get a, you know, especially if they get a couple of them? Have you ever tried to show them where the window is? Yeah, they like light. Don't they? They're a bit mothy. But I've never, you know, I've never thought they're mothy. But they like light, so they're not going to go out the window because there's no light there at night time. So I mean, I. Can we? I don't want to catch on that fluttery thing I get in my hand. Ooh, it's a bit like the mason's handshake when you that somebody tickles you. You know, you ever had the mason's handshake? I've had used to once, I think, and it was a weak kind of tickly thing. I, it might have not. It might have just been somebody making a pass at me, because <laughs> I'm in show business, you know, and people make passes at me all the time. They can't help themselves. <laughs> Is that the Mason's handshake? No, but I'd like to sleep with you tonight. Mr. Uh, Mr. Curtis also advised that using products such as fly sprays, sprays may do more harm than good. The sprays are bad for the environment and should be avoided where possible. It's true. When you do that in bedtime, you don't want you don't want that um, killer smell, do you? <clears throat> the expert also noted that crane flies, contrary to popular belief, are not poisonous and cannot harm humans. Now that's another myth. Burst, isn't it? It's another myth. Because uh, well, we thought, didn't we, th didn't we think that Daddy Longlegs had a, spy a poisonous thingy? The long-legged critter is often mistaken for a cellar spider. No, it's not. These spiders are in fact poisonous, so it's, it's easy to see why people are a little concerned. I don't remember being in the pub ever and saying to somebody, you know what, the uh, I I I can't stand those blooming spy spiders that fly. We never. I've never heard it. Carl gave a bit of detail on the difference. He said the very long spindly spiders, spindly spiders, oh, that's the thing, that's my little trail for the uh, social media, spindly spiders. He was on Insect FM overnight. <laughs> you know I was going to do that, didn't you? Spindly spiders. <laughs> Top radio used that. Yeah, what's her name? Julia Hartley uh, Brewer, the one that's always angry, but not angry, if you see what I mean. 
the very long spindly spiders that you get in the corner of your room, they're called cellar spiders. Those do pack a punch, but they're not dangerous to humans. Crane flies are absolutely harmless while the female has a point at the end of her abdomen that's to lay eggs. It's not a stinger. Right, okay, so that's we cleared that one up. Can we never talk about this again? Let's never talk about the, the confusion over spindly spiders. Daddy long legs, daddy long legs. Spiders, spiders. This Saturday on Vague Radio UK, it's the Bangles Bangers Day. All three Bangles hits back to back all day on Vague Radio UK. The Bangles Bangers Day. This Saturday only on Vague Radio UK. I'm stuck inside a computer. That was good. Could you try again and this time sound vaguely professional? the Saturday show Ronnie Barber talks so much it's on Anchor FM I do a two hour show and it's quite a funny one well it's funny no it's it's an entertaining listen oh yes Ronnie you are no no Ronnie uh, you are my favourite DJ Ronnie you are I'd love to keep you my radio station only I just I can't I can't I'd love to you're brilliant Ronnie you're my I'm your biggest fan I can't keep you here is Sultan of Steak really the dish of the day? John Moyer uh, from the Daily uh, Smail, 
uh, is the has the hottest new chef in London charging seven hundred quid for a gold leaf burger, a gold leaf covered meat. All right, and a hundred quid for a burger. Um, it's a char grilled tomahawk steak. That's those massive ones. They're bigger than a T-bone steak. Oh, that was always the treat when you went to the restaurants, wouldn't it? I'll have a T-bone steak. Actually, you paid for most of the bone. All right. I hate paying for too much bone. Do you? <laughs> I don't, why am I, why am I laughing? <laughs> That's pathetic. Yeah, I don't want to pay for too much. Anyway, it's a grilled tomahawk steak wrapped in 24-carat uh, gold leaf and priced at more than £700. This is the house speciality at the newly opened Nuz Et Steakhouse in London. Uh, Nuzer, Nuzeret, uh, where prices start at the volcanic foothills are expensive and escalate into the eruption of gold-plated meat-based excess. Uh, yeah, meat based, yeah, gold-plated meat excess, uh, you don't want too much of that. Surely you might think that no one in their right mind would order such a thing, yet the table next to me has ordered two, which arrive sizzling on wooden platters, meat bullion for the deep of pocket and jaded of appetite. It's massive. It's like, it is. It's a tomahawk thingy. It's a tomahawk steak covered in gold uh, leaf. Gold flake, yes. Elsewhere in the packed restaurant, diners are tucking into another of their specialties, such as meat spaghetti. Hang on. That's not new. Thin strips of meat wound around the fork and eaten like pasta. Or spices uh, or spices of strip loin. Cook table side. I don't want anybody cooking anything by myself. I've always thought that, you know, when they do that sizzly thing, or oh, I, I hate the sizzle uh, when they bring your plate and it's still sizzling, and I don't want anybody cutting my meat. Uh, they I hate that. I, that. I always thought that as well with uh, the fish restaurants where you could look into the tank and see the fish looking back going, I'm going to eat you. Get your kit off. You're on the plate. <laughs> Uh, and amazingly, just a few days after the restaurant opened in Knightsbridge, there is no shortage of takers. On Saturday lunchtime, the joint is thumping. The state-of-the-art charcoal grills are sizzling. Actually, um, somebody on Neighbours got a, char a new charcoal grill. Um, but the hottest thing in the place has got to be Nuzret Gotchi himself. He creates ripples of excitement every time he appears on the floor. He looks a wee bit like, um, Ch not Charlie Sheen, uh, the other guy that played... Um, uh, what's his name? He, oh, the Vague Radio, Vague FM. I uh, played Charles Chaplin, Charlie Chaplin. Who played Charlie Chaplin? Actor. What's his name? Uh, Robert Downey Jr. That's the one. Uh, he looks a wee bit like him. Uh, yeah, he's, he, in fact, he, he's a spitting image of him. It could be him. Anyway, he appears and he does things. He sprinkles gold onto his tape plates. There we go. Um... Today, the 30-year-old is wearing a snazzy bow tie along with the customary gold-rimmed sunglasses and his hair tied up in a man bun. What have the man bun taste like? Small and muscular, he's as compact as an acrobat and no one suspects. He revels in his passing resemblance to Johnny Depp. All right. Well, I thought he's more, more like, yeah, Robert anyway. I'm not a movie star, but I still get my photograph taken when I walk down the street hundreds of times, he says. I never say, well, I, I, I'm the same. Every time I go to Sainsbury's or... I'm going down past the cathedral when the tourists are there. <sighs> Ronnie, can we have your picture? I said, okay then. Uh, anyway, uh, he, 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 prefers, he prepares his food next to your table. But you can, the London's Esper, uh, uh, restaurant is the newest outpost. It's, uh, it's outpost. It was uh, delayed because of COVID. Here each table set with branded cutlery and alarmingly a pair of steel forceps. <laughs> oh, I've read that bit. Uh, can I have a new pair? These forceps are dirty. Oh, I'm so sorry. Somebody must have had the uh, gold flake burger. Uh, despite... <laughs> forceps. Despite what Leo says, I'm not very impressed with my first course. A steak tartare. I'd never have steak tartare. Served a wooden board cardon with artful smears of mustard. Artful smears... Oh, that's another one. Spidely spinders and artful smears... <laughs> 07849 453 587. Have you ever had an artful smear? Yeah, by the way, uh, public service, uh, ladies, you should always get your smears. Artful smears of public service, doesn't it? 
um, and tomato. Instead of the usual hand-chopped steak, this tartare looks like something of hellish meat jam. Ugh. Okay. Uh, oh, there's a picture. Oh, my goodness. It's a massive picture. It's a massive Hawkeye steak. Not Hawkeye. What's the name? Steak. Anyway, covered in gold leaf. I've no, I, I, does gold leaf have any flavour? Phone me now. <laughs> yes. Has gold leaf, has gold leaf got any flavour at all? So there you need that, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, for your next barbecue, uh, forget about marinating your, your food or, uh, or uh, uh, soaking your chicken and whatever you... You've got to get gold leaf. That's the next big thing in the world of culinary d d delight. You made me cry when you said goodbye. Is that a shame? My tears fell like rain. We'll part in that shame. My tears fell like rain. In that shame, you're the one to blame. Oh well, goodbye. Although I'll cry in that shame. Podcast numbers are really good. Thank you for listening and sharing, everybody, because when you share, it's nice because new listeners will come and join us. Okay, those of a very kind of sensitive nature, you may want to switch me off right now. You don't have to be sensitive. You may switch me off now anyway. It doesn't really matter. Moment half-naked woman falls from balcony onto car after steamy moment with boyfriend caught on CCTV. A woman was injured when she fell from her balcony and landed on top of a car. Um, she survived her injuries and it wasn't too bad, all right? But all, I'm, I, and I'm not getting any kind of th uh, thing from this because all I'm saying is don't have sex on balconies. Don't have sex on balconies unless it's for um, procreation. The unidentified woman was allegedly having a saucy moment. There's no need for saucy moments. Please, we don't need... It's not good for you. And sometimes I don't like the sauce, by the way. She fell from the ledge on September the 5th. Uh, documents, uh, uh, the CCTV footage, uh, documents were falling on her bottom in Taipei and Taiwan. On top of a car parked in front of an apartment building. Now, this is what can happen, you youngsters. And some of you old adventurous people. You people that go the swingy thing, go swinging. There's not a swing involved, apparently. Uh, she's donning only a shirt and an underwear while her shorts were left dangling from one leg. Well, I've had that, I've had that as well. When you caught short sometimes, you know. 
Uh, the poor woman appears to be a substantial pain. is rubbing her back when a shirtless lad hurriedly runs to her aid and then proceeds to give her a kiss and a cuddle. A shocked onlooker told uh, sold to a local media, I was walking home when it happened. I didn't see her fall, but we heard a loud crash and she was already on top of the car. A man came and helped her. Uh, the man, uh, boyfriend managed to help the last one spot and took her to nearby hospital for treatment. She was reported to have suffered a minor back injury and had to stay in hospital for a few weeks to heal. But now she's in a stable condition. Well, thank goodness. The couple also had to pay for the damaged car. Absolutely true. My car was the, my car was the innocent party here. This comes after a uh, separate bizarre incident, this time filmed in Col Colombia. Uh, captured a half-naked man luring his apparent lover from a balcony moments after his fuming girlfriend stormed the house. <laughs> yeah, you don't have those affairs, kids. They're bad for you, the affairs. Don't do them. What else we got? Um, uh, yeah, let's talk about Angeline Jolie. Uh, exclusive. Angeline Jolie, 46, and The Weekend, 31. The weekend's, weekend's without the E at the back end of it. It's just weekend. Weekend. It uh, looks like Angelina's uh, gone out with the weekend. I wonder if they went out at the weekend. Yeah, it's W E E K N D. That's what I know. There's a lot of dropping of the vowels now. What would that be? I'd be. Yeah, if I dropped my vowels. All right, the mother of six, uh, age 46, and the Canadian singer. He's Canadian singer. Can you get such a thing as. Well, yes, I suppose you can. Oh, the rain's coming down here in the gated community. Oh, that is impressive rain. Oh, come on. I cut my grass the, uh, last week, so I'm fine. I don't be you. Anyway, um, uh, Jolie then... Uh, uh, right, yeah, she arrived separately uh, from the weekend, a restaurant, and she, but she had no problem walking out with him. Well, that's good. Jolie then hopped into the backseat of her Oscar-nominated songwriter's waiting black SUV and they drove to his 70 million Bel Air mansion. 70 million Bel Air mansion. What, what goes on there? What, who, who, what can you get in a, a Bel Air mansion for 70 million? Has it got a B-Day? That's what it is. Yeah, B-Days do that to me every time. Well, I've got to, and that's the first thing I ask. Have you got a B-Day? Or is it just the way you walk? So, uh, guys, Angeline Jolie is off the uh, the market at the moment. That sounds really kind of, doesn't it? Off the market. But she's not available because she's going with The Weekend. Uh, she's going with The Weekend. Yeah, check him out. Like, you want to check it? Shall we see what The Weekend sings then? You want to see what I'll see with The Weekend? The Weekend. All right, uh, Blinding Lights. Okay, all right, let's see what The Weekend does. This might be a bit rappy, you kids, okay? It might be a bit too much for your gentle ears. Oops. Okay. He's got a Hammond organ. Yeah, he's got a Hammond. He's got, must have got that Argus, I suppose. Oh, that's the tune, is it? Oh my goodness, the rain's now belting down. I won't be able to go for my coffee yet. No, not anymore, mate. You've got Angeline Jolie. Joy. I'm going through a drought. Uh-huh. You don't even have to do too much. You can turn me on with just a touch, baby. Get to the chorus, mate. Get to the chorus, mate. Come on. Uh, isn't it funny when you play a song you realise you've heard it, but you didn't know that was it? So that was The Weekend. The week not Weekend, The Weekend. Uh, the Weekend with uh, Blinded by... Blinding Lights, not Blinded by the Light. Blinded by the Light was an... Oh, do you want to hear Blinded by the Lights? I'll play that one for you. Uh, Blinded by the Lights. This is a good song. Blinded by... Yeah, Blinded by... Uh, Man from Man's Earth Band. This is a good tune, this. Have a listen. Are you dropping vowels today? Then come to dropyourvowels.com. Blinded by the light. 
exchange your vowels for someone else's vowels. The vowel exchange. a bit weird now. Blind by the Light, a Manfred Mann's Earth Band. Nice little bit of plucking here. I do love a lot of pluck in the morning. You can't get enough of your plucking. Get your pluck out. Get your pluck out. Anyway, uh, 07849453587, if you'd like to get in touch with the show and make a suggestion, then fine. I'll probably ignore it, but that's okay. I'm all for open democracy. As long as everybody agrees with me. That's the way it is isn't there, Facebook and everything, isn't it? Oh, by the way, Facebook, um, uh, they've been, uh, they've got an algorithm. I was reading about this at the weekend. They've got an algorithm that works out what things really upset people and they, they fire up on the, the internet, on their Facebook pages. They find out what really is making people angry. This weekend, it would be the fuel thing. Their algorithm fuels that, no pun intended, but that's what it does. It's a lovely thing, Facebook. I had enough of it yesterday. I just went, I'm not what, because there's too much hate on there. There's some lovely people, but there's a lot of bams make, making stuff up, going with conspiracy theory. Not that I've ever gone with conspiracy theory. Hey, listen, you want to hear an evangelical, evangelical guy saying that the reason God, uh, Jesus, hasn't returned is because not enough people are donating. This guy was on a, like a big um, victory thon, it's called on the Victory Channel, which is an evan evangelical channel. And he was trying to get more people to uh, send money. So he told them, the reason that God hasn't come back is because you're not giving me enough money. Have a listen to this. If I can get up to play, come on. Mind you, whenever I've started doing God stuff, I get into trouble. You know? Come on, play. There we go. Come on. Come on. Because God steps in, no, you're not going to take the mickey. You've already had a go at me this morning about why uh, why uh, churches need more money. All right, let's see if we can do this. I can get this to go. It's going to, let's see if we can get them to say it. Okay, I consent to your, your, whatever it is you're sending. Oh, it's not going to go. It doesn't matter. Oh, yeah, here we go. Can we get this? Right, let's. 
Oh, it's going to look, it's doing an ad first. It's going to do an ad. This is from the uh, Indie 100. It's 100 House Coffee. What's this? We are specialty coffee roasters, and oh, yeah? even though roasting is a very physical process, Dropbox yeah. has become an essential tool for our business. We're very okay, skip. I honestly believe this that the reason why Jesus hadn't come is because people are not giving the way God told them to give. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Wow. I mean, when you understand, it, you can speed up the time. Right. No. I'm going to have people move according to the Word of God. What is God saying to you? What is He saying? And I really believe this. Yes. If people would call this number <laughs> and put this victory. <laughs> He's just going to hang on. Let's go. All over the world, on every available voice, every available outlet. God, the Father, He would say, Jesus, go get him. Yeah. yeah, because you see, he wants to see us as much as we want to see him. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? I do. So I want to see Jesus. All these things. Okay, questions for uh, Jesus. Uh, it's because people are not doing in the financial realm because we live in an economic world what God's called them to do. You know, He's called us to do that. So I don't have a problem with giving. I don't have a problem with receiving. It, it make no, you bet you don't, mate. Because I just made up my mind. I want Jesus to come. Now, uh, they said, "Do you own a jet?" Yes, you can have it the day after the rapture. It's yours. <laughs> Because Jesse, Jesse is going to heaven. <laughs> Jesse is going to heaven. Do I have a jet ski? Yes, I have. This is this guy is. Uh, <laughs> it's a victory thon, right? It's uh, making uh, people donate money for churches to give generously. Uh, all right, uh, but he is this guy is a multimillionaire. All right. He later on the show, Duplantis is called. Duplantis had further explained that if, why everyone called the number listed. That noise you hear in the background is actually people phoning in to donate money. God the Father will say, Jesus, go get him. Now, well, let's just see what his worth is. Uh, so say, all right, so he's actually, he's a multimillionaire. He's got loads of money. And I've always thought this, you know, when you get uh, multimillionaires telling you to donate to this, that, and the next thing, not just Jesus stuff. But the other stuff, you know, I thought that you could put that million quid in. You know what you're asking of for a million? You could do that. Hey, I've got to go because if I don't go, I can't get to the coffee shop between the rain spells. You have a lovely day. Whatever you do, please, please don't feel for, don't uh, queue for petrol and the rest. You really need it. And wear a mask. Don't abuse people who are wearing a mask. Get vaccinated, you bams. I'll see you tomorrow. Keep your hands to yourself, you dirty beggars.